We are glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. We're talking about sowing in the kingdom, and we're in Mark, the fourth chapter, where Jesus has said, The kingdom of God, whereunto shall we liken, is like a grain of mustard seed which is less than all seeds when it's sown, and then it groweth up and become greater until it's greater than all herbs. In other words, it becomes the greatest of all. So the kingdom of God is designed of God to produce all that you have need of in this life. Now, I mentioned this in one of the other sessions. I want to say it again. In the Garden of Eden, that garden produced every single thing that Adam had need of physically to sustain his life. It was in that garden, but he lost it. God drove him out of the garden because of sin. But thank God Jesus came and he restored us back. And he restored us and he put another garden inside you. It's called the heart of man. And it will produce whatever you plant in it. Now what we need to realize is that it's up to us to do the planting. It's not up to God. When I was farming, you know, I'd plant soybeans and I'd go out there and after I planted, I'd dig in there and try to see how deep I planted them. I like to plant them just about an inch deep, just about the first joint on the finger. And you know, never did I dig in that ground and have that ground to talk to me and start saying, We're not going to raise soybeans. <laughs> We've decided this year we're going to raise cucumbers and bananas. Now, that'd be a mixed up world if it did that, wouldn't it? Well, I planted soybeans this year, but I don't know what I'll get. I don't know whether I'll get tomatoes or rice. <laughs> oh, I just hope to God I get soybeans. <laughs> no, if you plant soybeans, you're going to get soybeans. That's the way it works. But you know, when you get over in this other realm that we're talking about, the kingdom realm, people think they can sow ragweeds and reap a harvest of wheat. You can't do it. Now, let me show you something about the soil. Sometimes people get the idea that, well, now, wait a minute, the heart, the human spirit of the heart, the reborn human spirit wouldn't lead me astray. And it wouldn't produce anything that was not right. Now, you know, that's like saying about my farm there in England, Arkansas. It's, it's a good farm. I dedicated it to the Lord. I've read the Bible to it. And it's a Christian farm. I were to tell somebody, well, now, I'll tell you what, you can plant marijuana on my farm if you want to, but it's a good Christian farm. It won't raise it. <laughs> Listen, that soil does not decide whether it's right or wrong what was planted. The soil is created to produce whatever's planted in it, good, bad, or indifferent. And it's time we begin to realize that. God has put in us a garden spot. It's called the heart of man. It's called the spirit. You can call it whatever you want to. It's the garden spot that God put in you. And it will produce whatever you plant in it. It was designed to receive the good seed of the word of God. The incorruptible seed. You take the word of promise and you speak it into your heart. Paul says, the word is nigh thee even in thy mouth and in thy heart. That is the word of faith which we preach. He called the word of God the word of faith. 
Now, when the Apostle Paul was talking about that, in Romans, the 10th chapter, he started with verse 6 by saying, he said, The righteousness which is of faith speaketh on this wise. Now, it's strange that Paul does it this way, but what he did, he said, It speaketh on this wise, then he told you at first what it wouldn't say. He said, It speaketh on this wise. Say not in thy heart. See, say not in thy heart. Don't say it and get it in your heart. Who shall ascend up to heaven, that is, to bring Christ down from above? Who shall descend into the deep, that is, to bring up Jesus from the dead? But he said, What saith it? What did the righteousness of faith say? He said, The word is nigh thee, even in thy mouth and then in thy heart. That is the word of faith which we preach. He's telling you that it's not necessary for someone to go get Jesus back from heaven, reverse the process of death, get him back on this earth in his flesh, blood, and bone body to lay hands on you and get you healed or to wave his hands over your business affairs and get it straightened out. He said it's not necessary to do that now because the Word was made flesh and dwelt among us. God sent his Word and healed us. And now he's seated at the right hand of the Father until his enemies have made his footstool and he's not coming back until the body of Christ gets Satan underfoot. And he said the righteousness which is of faith wouldn't say Jesus has to come back and do it. Somebody said, why, who would ever say that anyway? If you've ever said, Lord, come down and touch me, that's exactly what you said. Anybody ever said that? Certainly we have. But you see, it's not necessary for him to come back. He sent his word and healed us. So the Apostle Paul says it's not necessary to do that. And the righteousness, which is of faith, says the word is nigh me. Jesus doesn't have to come back and do it. The word is nigh me. I get the word of promise and I speak it out of my mouth and it gets in my heart. And it's a seed that will cause the production of what he said. Now you go to bed and you get up. Anybody don't know how to do that? (laughs) That's not hard to do. You just go on about your business. You speak the word of promise. You speak it until faith comes. You keep speaking God's word. And you go to bed and you get up. You go on about your business. That doesn't mean you quit your job. That means you just keep on doing what you've been doing. If you've been doing it right. (laughs) Now you see, the soul, the heart, receives the words that you speak. And it'll receive the word that you speak quicker than it'll receive anything that I speak. How many ever heard yourself on a tape recorder? Did it sound like you when you first heard it? You got so embarrassed, didn't you? You said, that couldn't be me. No, 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 that's not me. Who is that? Well, see, is the way we've been hearing you all the time. That's right. That's the way you sound to us all the time. Now, the reason it didn't sound like you to you was because you heard yourself for the first time with the outer ear. See, we've got two sets of ears. You've got a bone structure inside the head that's called the inner ear. And when you speak, your voice is picked up by the inner ear and fed directly into the human spirit, what the Bible calls the heart. And that's what Paul was saying when he said the word is in your mouth and in your heart. When you speak it out of your mouth, it goes directly into the heart or to the soil. And it will produce. It will produce. Now, whether you're speaking the word of God, the word of faith, or the words of fear and the words of the devil, it's going into your heart. 
See, God designed it to receive the word of God, but it'll receive any word that you speak. And that's why it's so important that we determine what we speak and that we don't speak anything that's not of faith and that is not of the word of God. Because it goes into the heart and it's planted there. Go with me to Luke, the 17th chapter. I want you to notice what the apostles, what they said to Jesus on an occasion here. Verse 5, the apostles said unto the Lord, increase our faith. And the Lord said, if he had faith as a grain of mustard seed, you might say unto this sycamine tree, be thou plucked up by the root, be thou planted in the sea, and it should obey you. Now, what kind of an answer is that? <laughs> I mean, they've asked the Lord a question, Lord, increase our faith. And he said, if you had faith as a seed, now forget the word mustard, because if he'd have been in England, Arkansas, he'd have said, if you had faith as a soybean seed. He just talking about something they knew something about. Now, he said, if you had faith as a seed, you would say. He's telling them how to plant their faith. See, some people say, oh, you wouldn't catch me talking to the sycamine tree. You don't catch me talking to the mountain. Well, it's because you don't have faith as a seed. See, if you have faith as a seed, you would say to the problem that you face, be plucked up by the root, be planted in the sea. And the Greek actually says it stronger than what the King James says here. It says it would obey you. Jesus said it would obey you. Now, what did he tell them? He told them that their faith worked like a seed, and the way you plant it is to say it. You speak it. You speak your faith. Now, that's the way God did it in the beginning. When you check up on the principles of God, you find that that's the way God operated. In the beginning, God looked out and saw darkness, and you know what he said? Light. I mean, when he saw darkness, he said light. I'm glad there wasn't some folks I know there. <laughs> they have said, God, you can't say that. You've got to say it like it is. If they'd have been doing it, they'd have said, Whoo, it's dark out there. Don't think it'll ever get light, and it wouldn't. But see, God tells you how to use the Word of God as a seed. If you had faith as a seed, you would say. You would say, and it would obey you. Your faith would obey you. The mountain would obey you. The problem would obey you. And if you check up on it, it's been obeying you all these years. But you see, the problem is so many people have been saying, the mountain's getting bigger, I'll never get over you. Oh, you always hinder me. Turn it around and begin to say what God said about it. Say to the mountain, be removed. Say to your physical body, you'll not hinder me any longer. I'm calling you well. I'm calling you well in the name of Jesus. Break the power of satanic oppression with the word of God in the name of Jesus and plant the seed by speaking it by faith. And you'll see the production come forth from the kingdom of God within you and it'll produce exactly after its kind. Can you see that? Well, it's hard to believe that it's Friday again, but it is. This is the last day for our video offer number 7859 entitled The Will and Principle of the Kingdom. Now, we've been talking about the kingdom of God here for two weeks here on the broadcast, but this is called The Will and the Principle of the Kingdom. A single DVD for $20 plus $4 postage and handling, total of $24. Did you know that there is a will of the kingdom? That will is that it be on earth as it is in heaven. God's word is his will. Just find out what he has willed us. 
through the death and the resurrection of Christ, he came forth to be the guarantee of this new covenant. And the new covenant is better than the old covenant. It's established on better promises. And the word of God is the will of God. It is the will of God that it be on earth as it is in heaven. But if you don't know how to operate in the principles of the kingdom, then you'll struggle all through life. We have to be diligent to learn how to operate in the principles of the kingdom of God. People say here on earth, well, you know, you just get and grab and hold and keep. No, the Bible says, give and it shall be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over. The world says, well, seeing is believing. But some of those same people will see it and say, I see it, but don't believe it. The Bible says, believing is seeing. So he that believeth hath, the scripture says, hath eternal life. He that believeth hath. So there's power in believing. And how to operate in the principles of the kingdom, when you understand that, you'll be able to make a demand on the provisions of God. You're not demanding of God. He's already given these things. You're making a demand on the provision He's made, much the same as you make a demand on your bank account downtown. They won't send you any money. They won't give you any money unless you make a demand on it. By writing a demand note, it's called a check. You have to make a demand on God's provision through the principles of the kingdom, and you call for them, and they come. That's offer number 7859 for a total of $24. We have a toll-free order line, 1-877-396-9400, 1-877-396-9400. Until Monday, this is Charles Capps reminding you that the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and yes, Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Capps, P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescapps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Capps Ministries and our listeners in this area.